Absolutely. You were just, you just took a little vacation. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tell me about it. I should have told you about the anal game pre-vacation because the anal game is perfect for vacations. Okay. The well, anal game. I'd say this was a family vacation. Are you still? Oh, it's, it's even better with <laughs> okay. families. All right. So, um, did you guys take an RV with you? No. All right. See, you would, it's even better. Okay. So, the anal game is <laughs> More curious uh, now. saying the word anal before the name of any RV name. Because RVs are named things like Explorer (laughs) and Revenge. Um, Yeah. And then people like do their own personal thing. So I'd be like anal Queen Marys and shit. Um, (laughs) Basically what I'm saying, it's a perfect road trip game. And it's like surprisingly fail-proof. That is a good game. Next time I see the anal Mountaineer, I'll... Be sure to shout it out. Yeah, that's why you just do that <laughs> when you you just say it. That's how it's literally how you play the game. You see an RV and you yell <laughs> anal and the name of the RV and you hope to fuck those people have their window down and they realize that you say the name of their RV <laughs> and then they retroactively attach the word anal to it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh, we're insulted. And then they're like, actually, that's pretty <laughs> funny. Good. Good one. <laughs> Man, you know, back in my day, we just had Slugbug. Slug, I hated Slugbug. Me too. Did, was... did we mention the name of the episode already, or what we're doing? No. Oh, it's vacations today, and I'll put some <laughs> exciting noise after that. Yeah, vacations. Um, but no, Slugbug was awful, because I have three sisters that work together. <laughs> so I would get in So a one's car. a spotter, the other one's like... No, they would all hit me, and all spot. So yeah. it's me in the middle seat and like one kid up front and basically I get no window and they get three windows yeah. and I just sit there and get hit for like 200 miles or whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, kind of ironic that maybe one of the most evil cars ever made became the punch your sibling game. That might be why. <laughs> I wonder if that is I mean, neither of us know how Slugbook started. Maybe somebody was like, oh, it's a fucking German. <laughs> yeah. Also, why does everybody put on a German accent when they say the Germans? That doesn't... Why are the Germans saying the Germans? I don't know. I, it's it's one of those ones that you can't get in trouble for either, you know? I mean, you can. You can get in trouble for anything. That's a personal That's thing. true, but no one but cares yeah. about the Germans. They're like, yeah, make fun of them some more. And <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they have feelings. I okay, care so, about... I mean, I care about individual Germans, yeah. but... Like, I, I'm not a fan of Nazis is the thing I'm not a fan of, and most yeah. of those are in fucking America now. <laughs> yeah. I was just reading about Hugo Boss. You know his whole story? He was like the one that designed the Nazi uniforms. <laughs> oh man dude every time every fucking time i think about war and propaganda and stuff i'm like it marketing is just fucking everywhere yeah and actually i after world war ii the company was kind of in trouble 
but his, I believe it was his sons, it might have been like his nephews or something, managed to kind of revive it and change the image because they were just purely a Nazi company. Like, they almost didn't have any profits before that. And then, like, right as the National Socialist Party was taking off the Nazi party, he, like, somehow got in and was like, I'll make you these sick uniforms. And they they are great uniforms, I mean, just from a design perspective. Correct. But, I mean, he probably ruined all of those design perspectives. Yeah, like that's definitely. how that's how he got rid of it. He was like, ah, we will get rid of these flares, and we will get rid of this little cuff here, and the fifth pocket. We cannot have that, and take the skulls off of the buttons. <laughs> it will be great. We'll make passes now. Yeah, what does Hugo Boss make now? Uh, I think what happened to the company. So they were more into clothing and like high fashion after the uniform thing, but then in like the seventies, eighties, I think they got into fragrance. And that okay, was like the that's bigger part of their that's company. That's why I'm trying to fuck. So they went from Nazis to harvesting whales. <laughs> Pretty much. And actually in like 2019 or something, they were found to be using cotton that was picked by uh, Uyghurs in China. Oh. Like people that are you cool. know, slave yeah, labor. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a... Uh, so Hugo Boss, bunch of assholes <laughs> yeah. and vacations. Uh, what's your feeling on like your actual feelings on vacations i love vacations honestly going i just love to travel and go new places um the family vacation is very different though yeah i don't feel like family i don't feel like family vacations are for anyone like least of all the family i've never come out of a family vacation closer with my family I mean, this one went really well. I have no complaints, but but there's definitely... I guess there's a difference here. This is a family that you put together yeah, versus the one that you're like completely forced to go with and you have absolutely no control. True. And I think like in my situation too, it's like everyone's old enough that they get to choose if they want to go or not. See, that's always... I, I always wonder if I would go on vacation with my family at this age and just go wherever we were going and, like, just leave and <laughs> do whatever the fuck I wanted to be like, yeah, I know we have an itinerary, but none of you guys asked me about it, so I'm going to use all this money and autonomy I have yeah. to just go to some fucking comic book museum that none of you guys know about. <laughs> what, what were your typical family vacations like as a child? Well, there are two types of family vacations as a child. There was ship you off to grandma for three months, okay. which I fucking hated. It was like my least favorite thing ever. Not because you would just go alone and stay with your grandparents. It would or your be parents me and would my come sister, too. So there'd okay. be four of us. So right. like we were allowed to travel alone pretty young because we were mildly trained gang of children. <laughs> like realistically, if somebody kidnapped us that would be an issue for them <laughs> like they wouldn't it's funny knowing you as a kid and i'm like yeah that, yeah dude, <laughs> that would have fucking weird. four of us tied up in a corner that's not that's not gonna lead to you having four kidnapped children that's gonna lead to possibly you being injured and at best letting them go in like a ravine like they're fucking rabid animals <laughs> yeah but yeah we would like i used to fly a lot when i was little so and that's that was basically the two differences was there was get shipped off to grandma's which was usually in a plane which is a testament to how cheap planes got because yeah. you just throw four fucking kids on there no supervision no they 
to well, they, be fair, they would tell the uh, like the flight attendants, the flight right? attendants, and the flight attendants would walk up and be like, "Please don't be a pain in the ass um, <laughs> yeah. if there's a huge problem." Totally like, on the honor system, though. Yeah, no, it is one hundred percent. You could just leave. Yeah. Like, I think they count you when you get on the plane, but if you just, like, walked off the plane after that, you're free yeah. to go. But and then there was driving trips, which is the old family road trip, which was also not my favorite. I don't like vacations because I don't like people, like, just fully restricting my autonomy. And as a child, you don't have much to begin with, but when they're like, hey, man... This whole length of time, that was going to be the length of time that you were going to be able to do stuff that no one had any claim on. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to throw you in a vehicle like you're a fucking bag. <laughs> we're going to drag you around the fucking country, which I guess is like a super privileged thing to do unless it's against your will. And then it's kind of shitty. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot of families were doing that back then. And gas was cheaper and stuff. I don't know if it was... I guess it's always a privilege to have those abilities. But I feel like it was kind of more commonplace. To force your kids to do shit? <laughs> well, because then that was like the the weirder part is I independently would go on all of these vacations. If they were like, you can do this by yourself, I would do all of them. Yeah. But just being dragged along and being told what to do and being like the only boy, which just means that like there's guaranteed to be an uncomfortable place to sleep when you're car camping and stuff. That just means that's where I sleep. Yeah, like, the worst spot. Yeah. I always had that too because I was also the youngest. See, I don't I don't think it's a normal trope for the youngest to get the worst sleeping spot. You don't think so? I think it's the opposite. <laughs> well, it was like I was always smaller. I guess that kind of changed that, like around middle school would, years. Would be a thing. But then even when I wasn't smaller, they treated me like I was smaller. And it's like, I'm not. I'm, I had, I'm like six foot now. I had the opposite thing. <laughs> where like, I was tiny and people would just be like, you're a grown up. I'd be like, no, it's pretty fucking obvious here that I am not a grown up. Like, you can see well over me. I'm about three apples tall. But yeah, and that, so the driving road trips, there was like a lot of issues. What vehicle with. are you in? Um, so 1986 that. GMC Suburban. White. Okay. Okay. Um, Do that, you guys have the? Those were SUVs. So I was going to ask if they had a, the that camper. That was a suburban. That's before SUVs existed. Okay, but it's S kind of the same size vehicle, right? SUVs are uh, like a little smaller and made for like rugged shit. Okay. You can't like the suburban doesn't do well off dirt. It did well back then because I was kind of it was like you had a suburban or you had a Hummer one. But no, so my dad used to do this thing where he's never on time anywhere. He doesn't fucking do schedules well. But Early or late, or both? Fucking late as hell. Okay. Like <laughs> It'd be funny, like, like yeah, so he's never on time, but we don't know. Sometimes he shows up 20 minutes early. If sometimes. he showed up early to stuff, my life would probably be right. <laughs> Show, we've been days late to places. Like, oh, dang. Through like, vehicle. Okay, like on a vacation? Oh, dude. They're like, we were expecting you last Tuesday. Car breaking <laughs> down on vacation was the norm. Oh, that happened to me a couple times, too. Like, every time. <laughs> the only reason why I've stayed in New Mexico for, I think, a week, it was either three days or a week, was because the fucking suburban didn't shut down. My dad would make this huge show of all of the things that you're required to do to go on vacation, and then apparently not do them because the fucking suburban <laughs> would break down. He's like, before you leave, you gotta change your oil, check your air filter, and then he wouldn't do it. And he's like, all right, kids, we're stopping in New Mexico. <laughs> well, so no, it's not all right, kids, we're stopping in New Mexico. The vehicle stops working. 
Yeah. And then he swears a bunch and opens a hood and then swears a bunch more. And then, like, I think at that point in time, he had his work cell phone. (laughs) And that was, like, how we got out of those situations. It was, like, work cell phone and knowing people within driving distance. But he would also do this thing where we didn't go to hotels because we had a fucking Suburban. Right. And a Suburban can either fit four kids and a dad squeezed together weird or a tent. So we would always camp. Yeah. But when we were just in the car, he would find creepy places to park. And this is just like a malicious thing to do to your children, but he would find like bloody basin road or like hangman's turn or some other like That's just Arizona too. Like all of that shit. But that that stuff does repeat itself. There are bloody basins all over the country. Right. But yeah, it'd just be like, all right, and tonight we're gonna sleep here. Have fun with your imagination, kids. Like to the effect that I don't remember most of what we did on driving car trips, other than me being slightly terrorized every time I wanted to go to sleep. And I learned how to read a map, sort of. Like that <laughs> yeah. was that was about it. And then grandma trips, it was real short travel time, and then basically me getting babysat by my sisters, which sucked. Yeah, I have an older sister as well. I don't know that she ever tried to babysit me, but we had that same situation uh, as far as the vehicle. My dad had like a, it was either late 80s or early 90s Chevy van, just the side opening one. And we would always be in the van and like he had a a few different businesses that he like kind of used the van for or ran out of the van. (laughs) But I remember he would take Sounds us like around. Sounds like your dad sells fucking stolen VCRs. <laughs> no. So he... Yeah, I guess I should clarify. <laughs> uh, he had like the... I don't know if you know this company, too. It was called Charles Chips. I mean... This sounds like owns a chip company. <laughs> I know. Very confusing when I met kids in school. Like, I was friends with... And I was like, what? That's a... <laughs> Other people have this name? Yeah. But it was like, do you remember the Swanson truck, too? Oh, I remember the Swanson truck. Yeah, the Swanson truck is crazier because it was, like, refrigerated and they had ready-to-go meals and all that. But chips was just, like, a snack service, basically. I think they were a little more gourmet-ish snacks. But just, like, crazy-flavored chips yeah, I was gonna and say, popcorn. Back in that era, and gourmet some... snacks was, like, if somebody had a version of combos back then, <laughs> yeah, that would have been real. fucking, like, that would have blown people's mind. Like, it's a chip filled with stuff. Yeah. How do you even make the machine that does that, man? <laughs> but then after that, um, he was doing, like, furniture, whatever. So we just got used to being in the van, is what I'm getting at. And we used to, when he had the furniture business, he would do, like, office setups. And we'd have just, like, rolly chairs that we would put in the back of the van. And my dad would just drive around all crazy. And we would just be in the rolly chairs like, Whoa. That's some fucking straight up you would go to jail for now. For <laughs> yeah, your kids do. Back then you would get pulled over and told not to do that. Now you would be in so much fucking trouble. You might not get to see your kids for a while. <laughs> yeah. But you couldn't really see in the van, so that probably helped us. That would probably go against you in court. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, eventually. And when no they're... one can even see them in danger. <laughs> 
kind of the same thing would happen on our vacations because it would just turn into like all right throw all those boxes out of the van and then and now like pile in and like we'll make this little bed in this section or whatever but then we would just start driving and it's like it would all fall apart <laughs> it would just be like kids rolling around a van again i will give my dad one thing on he we would fucking pack that fucking suburban like tight yeah yeah my dad fucking loves camping stuff that was always a real weird part about because uh, like almost before going camping was better than camping with my fam because yeah. you get to go to costco and it's like some of the few times you get to choose what you want and it's the cool snacks that are singular and stuff it's like road trip snacks and like stuff that you can eat easily in the morning when you don't really want to cook because my my dad's not like a great cook let alone somebody who wants to be like a wilderness cook yeah so he just has the snack packs and stuff like he's always got like his coffee thing and then boils water for oatmeal or whatever yeah and then like whatever little packs you can get but and then he would always get sidetracked in the tent area of because you know how they got them all set up at costco yeah and that was <laughs> before they had them set up over them so like you could get in them and shit nice yeah so, so you'd get a new tent before well, so he would look at a bunch of tents and like sometimes our like camping trip would be off by a day or two because <laughs> he wanted to look at tents and then he'd go and look at our tent and be like, well, it's probably worth it to get this. And we may or may not have got a new tent. We just got to stare at tents a lot. It's, uh, I used to like going to Costco a lot because it would usually be on sample day. And Yeah, I was just about to ask you, did your family ever go to Costco like for lunch? <laughs> And just eat all the samples? We never went specifically for lunch, but we went specifically during sample day. Yeah. So that like, was like a thing. Yeah. And I remember... So it used I to be Wednesdays was, and Sundays. Okay. I didn't remember that. But I remember... I think it was in high school. I just like casually brought it up to one of my friends. So like, like, did yeah, you, know you know you can survive like that? <laughs> and they were like, what are you talking about? But my family would make a thing of it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, lunch at Costco today. It's and we would just have all the fun. samples. I'm, I fucking love that shit. And I wish it was like, since I've cooked for a living, I'm like kind of less likely to eat somebody's samples. Yeah. But... At a certain point in time when it's just like they're all over the place, I'm just like, all right, it's like a buffet now. Whatever. Because realistically, I probably have all of the stuff that's in a Costco. There's no real foreign bacteria that's going to fuck with me too much. I'm yeah. relatively sturdily built. Yeah. So you guys would camp the whole time just in the suburban pretty well, much? Well, it would be like... So those were often also a go-to-grandma's trips. Go-to-grandma's for like three weeks because my dad would be going with us. Or it would be the worst fucking collection of it. <laughs> Fly to grandma's, get picked up by dad. Oh, and then you drive back? Yeah, that shit Dang. was awful. <laughs> that happened to me once after I had my appendix out on vacation. I don't like vacations. Um, <laughs> yeah. And my dad like came to pick us up. And I had just, I had an emergency appendectomy and I was like throwing up through my nose at like two in the morning and we had to like go to the hospital and there was a huge issue because apparently it's difficult to get operated on when you have no legal guardian with you. <laughs> uh, so my parents had to talk to my grandma with like somebody in the room. So they had to coordinate this in the fucking nineties Yeah, before cell phones did anything. Yeah. And... 
basically they ended up cutting it out, cutting me open at like the last possible second. And we're like, yeah, he just almost got real fucking sick. And then I was not better yet. Still had stitches and everything. And my dad's like, cool, I'm here to pick you up. And we go <laughs> and do like most of what we do when you do go on the road trip thing. And some of the only stuff that is cool is my dad will find like a little like cove or something that's like a scenic, maybe one or two hour walk through. Yeah. Those are usually the things that end up fucking us by like a day. But they are the coolest parts. But like we went straight to this cool ass watering hole and I have stitches and I'm in like fucking painkillers. <laughs> and in general, just don't want to be around people because I was just in a fucking hospital and like got really, really sick. Yeah. And uh, he duct taped a fucking sandwich bag over my stitches. <laughs> I and, mean, at least it's a little something. But it wasn't. The second I got in the fucking water, <laughs> yeah. it started fucking seeping. It's like not and, airtight at all. Well, it was airtight literally for the amount of time it took for the water to seep through the duct tape, which was about seven minutes. And I got out of the water and didn't go back in the water. And I was like, this is awful. And like, that was the whole, the rest of the trip was basically my dad being like, let's go walk over there. And I'm like, I have a cut. Like, on my abdomen, like, I was, like, an inch down. Walking around sucks. Yeah. I'm specifically not supposed to do that, man. That's crazy. He just battle-hardened you early on. That's why you got mad endurance. I think <laughs> that's not true. I was probably a little tougher before then. Yeah, I did that's get true. told that I had pain tolerant threshold by my doctor in the emergency room. Because one of the things that I shouldn't have been able to do with how sick I was was walk. And <laughs> yeah. he was like, that must hurt a lot. Yes, it does. And he was like, why aren't you limping? Because it takes long. <laughs> Did you ever go to KOA? Uh, what is the, that? That sounds like a fucking uh, radio station. Yeah, it does. I'm pretty sure it was KOA. Uh, they were just like campground RV stop kind of things. Oh, okay. Is that KOA? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know if those, they still exist or what. I think but... that they do, actually. So, I mean, it sounds like my summers were pretty similar to yours. Like, we would fly out uh, to my grandma, who lived on the East Coast, you know, for... Probably a month. Maybe we were there a couple months even. But then there was a handful of times where we would drive it. I think we actually only did it twice. Maybe once even. It's because your parents are smart. Well, I mean, I, I don't think they were until they just started fighting and everything. And then they were like, yeah, we're not doing that again. <laughs> yeah, dude, trapping yourself in a vehicle with a bunch of unresolved issues from a lifetime. True. And expecting shit to be like, cool. <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck we would get to like colorado and shit would be falling apart my already. family <laughs> can't get in a car for more than 40 minutes yeah. without somebody crying <laughs> literally crying and like we get out and go to like dinner with other people and shit afterwards like we're all sniffly and shit <laughs> we're just like, no we just had a little fight in the car <laughs> yeah it looks like they still do exist yeah, cause I, so I think they have uh, some of those outside of Jackson as well. And yeah, it was they're... like a big issue because they were calling them like condo camping. Oh, uh, I mean, they are like they have like facilities and stuff. Well, 
like you don't it doesn't take much to put facilities out there right when i say facilities i don't even mean like well i can housing. see on this website that they yeah. have wi-fi which oh, is okay. pretty that's interesting nuts they generally just had rv hookups and then yeah nowadays if you have rv hookups it's almost like a waste of money not to have wi-fi yeah that makes sense that'd be fucking hilarious if it was all t1 it's <laughs> like no dude people come here for the summer for the internet <laughs> yeah it's sick man we Go have land vacation. parties out here it's 25 dollars a day to plug into this shit <laughs> that would be fucking awesome to find a fucking rv park that just had 40 t1 spots yeah they like it's csgo koa oh god <laughs> way to alienate probably four of our 12 listeners what they don't know counter-strike yeah dude <laughs> there's got to be at least two two to four people that listen to us that listen to us solely for the fact that we sound like we do and not because they understand what we're saying oh it's our beautiful voices yeah huh. we're a good medium <laughs> asmr nice I followed like that. by me just randomly yelling <laughs> which i have to edit and is super annoying yeah I've been trying to stop doing it, but I can't. That and scratching my beard. Yeah, I know. I've I try to stay away from that. I'm just a habitual face toucher. It's a bad thing. Yeah. I gotta not touch my face in general. That's this is gonna be a tangent. Have you ever seen the strain? I don't think so. It's based on a book. You would actually like the strain a lot. It's a... Uh, what the fuck is the something del Toro? Oh, Death Straining. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro. Yes. <laughs> Who was I think supposed to be in uh kojima something or death stranding or yeah like you're familiar with his work a little bit i know he's in a lot of horror stuff isn't he yeah like sci-fi thriller he's also kind kind of of like uh he did like pan's labyrinth right i knew he was in character design on that and shit okay did he direct that too i think so i'm real bad with his actual like good accreditation that he wants to be known for and i only know monsters I'm like, oh, dude, everything he does has cool (laughs) monsters in it. But he he wrote a vampire book that the entire opening is the CDC trying to stop it. And I just have, like, this one spiel from the show down in my head where, like, the main character gets off a plane and some guy's, like, trying to tell them that they have everything under control because he was like, if there was a contamination, like, we're all washing our hands and shit, blah, blah, blah. The guy just gets off. He's like, how many times a minute do you think you touch your face? I don't know, like one, seven, man, you blink, you talk, you just, and he just like counts them all, like just does this like very uh, Taken-esque, like I have several sets of skills thing, but it's just statistics on touching your face. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that is about as badass as you can make like the CDC look without giving them magic powers like we seem to do nowadays. Yeah, like we just have a lot of data. And well, you average 7.8 face touches yeah, per minute. <laughs> We're just human computers, man. (laughs) You just gave me a great idea with the whole washing the hands thing. Well, this is a horrible idea, but a rebranding of uh, Dawn of the Dead brought to you by the soap (laughs) company. (laughs) Um, Dawn of the Dead would... uh, That would probably sell really well to our generation. (laughs) Like, if they did a Halloween just bottle change for Dawn of the Dead, and it came with, like... A fucking free uh, Amazon download of yeah. the original. We should pitch it to Amazon. We should. Just like a one-time code on every bottle of Dawn. That's the only way you can watch the movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be even... So you make it like a weird community thing? The whole month of October, you sell Dawn, Dawn of the Dead, and then <laughs> on October 31st, there's a simulcast yeah. of Dawn of the Dead that you get a code for, and you enter all of the codes you got for that month for a raffle at the end, so the more you buy... Dude, I'm so good at marketing. <laughs> the more that you got... The uh, the like payout can be like a TV or some shit. <laughs> or like if Sell you enter so more units. codes, you get more zombies in your movie. That would be we then would have to change that. <laughs> I would just like the simulcast and then maybe winning a TV because I always yeah. find it funny when they're like, "All right, buy this product, buy the millions, and we'll give you two hundred dollars." Dude. I get how one person finds that valuable, but if we all got together and we're like, we're not going to accept this yeah. until you raise the price. <laughs> I always wanted so bad to win like one of those. Uh, Are you going to say the bedroom remodels? Well, yeah, that too. But in more recent history, uh, Taco Bell and like I think the Taco Bell chain, you know, like KFC, Pizza Hut, whatever, yeah. they would just give out like special edition video game consoles. Well, KFC has like a real one, yeah, which both of the, us the have been chicken. wondering about. <laughs> yeah. We should do a video game console like episode. We should. We can model it after the uh, the report I did in like sophomore year called The Evolutionary and Impact of Video Games on America, where I just played video games in front of 30 <laughs> other kids. <laughs> for an hour and a half and then you turned around and you were like look they didn't evolve at all dude no <laughs> so i was really worried when i did that that everyone was going to be mad at me because i just played video games in front of them and the, the whole reason i did the report the way i did the report was to have an excuse to play video games in class i did not think the teacher would let me do the entire thing playing video games <laughs> everyone was completely down for it they were just like cool man get it like Dude. no one was mad at me that i didn't let anyone play they're just like that was the most entertaining hour and 40 minutes we've ever had in <laughs> contemporary issues early twitch discovery you're like wow i thought i didn't ever I think did. these people would watch me play games <laughs> i feel like i thought that a lot more people hated me in class than real because all the people that hated me were at lunch yeah I think most of the people that hated me were not in classes with me. I feel like I ended up coming off as enough comedic relief that they're just like, ah, he's just a side character of math class. Side characters. We need more of them. That's all I ever am, man. It's fine to be a side character. In many ways, they're the most important. Where the fuck would the goddamn ring be without his Samwise? Absolutely. It would probably be with Gollum still completely safe speaking of lord of the rings does that count as a vacation i guess that's like more watching of a... <laughs> the entire thing no like I would what consider frodo it did one nowadays what no that that was <laughs> that was a mission yeah you're right that was a mission if my whole problem is where the fuck were the eagles at the beginning like yeah. they have eagles that just fucking beeline that shit that have apparently been there the whole time yeah, but they have eagle stuff to do, man. But, like, one of the eagle <laughs> stuffs that they do is fly. <laughs> They're busy, dude. Eagles are booked months out. To see, fucking, <laughs> the trip on foot took several months. Yeah. I have seen someone explain that before of, like, why it 
it makes sense that they didn't help. I forget the oh, explanation. It makes sense. It's because the fucking eye of Sauron sees actual crazy activity. Like the whole purpose of using a hobbit to begin with is they have like a low impact. Yeah. I just love imagining Tolkien like trying to explain it. <laughs> like before I don't think he, really... he had to. <laughs> I know. I that's think why he it's was funny. just like, especially at that, like some people probably thought some of the things that were in his book were still real at that point in history. Yeah. I mean, there are probably people who think trolls are real, but they're like old, old Russian women. I wonder if trolls are real. You know how there's different forms. have a conversation here? <laughs> is this is <laughs> how this is going. No, you know how there's different, like we are, what, Homo erectus or something? Or we're Homo sapiens. Uh, but there was straight up different forms of humanity, yeah, like we're genetically uh, different. Australopithecus? Yeah. I wonder if that's where, like, trolls come from. I don't think so, because they turn to stone. Oh, is that a troll thing? And they live under... Like, so, the whole reason why I think... So, like, mid-sized giants, I think, were a thing. Yeah. But we have, like, houses that they lived in that were like, oh, this is a fucking big place. <laughs> troll thing seems like maybe there were some crazy homeless people that lived under bridges is, like, the closest <laughs> to being... Well, because a bridge would be a fucking awesome place to live. If you found, like, a stone bridge oh, and yeah. you were just a fucking homeless guy, I had a water source, I had this sick-ass house built. Yeah. I would live under a bridge in five seconds. <laughs> Give me some curtains and I'm set. But you're going to get murdered. Well, yeah, like, modern day for sure. No, even back then. You were specifically get murdered back then because you are on a road. That's like the only way people know how to get from one place to another. Yeah. And you are gathering resources. <laughs> so at one point in time, there's going to be a hungry motherfucker that goes, that crazy guy is under that bridge. All I have to do is kill him. So it makes a lot of sense to be proactive. And just if you see somebody coming, just jump out all scary and be like, what are you doing here? Who's your mom? And where are you going? And they're like, dude, that guy just asked me three questions and <laughs> let me go over this bridge. I guess that's how it works. Maybe the troll is just a propaganda piece for, like, you know, evil knights and stuff to justify killing bridge people. They're like, no, nah, he was a troll. Don't don't get me started on that. That's going to make me rethink things and, like, just fucking completely hate my childhood. Like, no, it's actually a whole allegory on how the king just murdered the poor. <laughs> they were all trolls, guys. That goes don't into, you worry. Yeah, that goes into the dancing plague thing where I'm like, maybe that was a protest and they just killed some people <laughs> yeah so where was the best vacation or <laughs> did that sentence make sense where was the where's your vacation? favorite vacation ben so i just like going to oregon and i've spent lots of time in oregon but i never enjoyed it when it was a you are going on vacation thing so more spontaneous. Well, no, more or, or less like, like, hey, I'm all of a sudden in Oregon. <laughs> well, when you're in a place for three months and you're a middle child, eventually you will be forgotten. Okay. So there would be, if I went for like the whole summer with my grandma, points in times in which I was actually left all the way alone. And if any of the adults in my life knew how far a fucking seven or eight year old can fucking walk on his own in a day and a half, <laughs> they would be very upset that they sent me to my fucking grandma's. <laughs> but yeah i used to actually like, get exploring in but i mean i was also mildly uh given a free reign of my own life 
at a young age. Yeah. So, yeah, like I liked Oregoners Moss a lot. There's cool bugs to look at. Yeah, it's definitely a cool climate. It's there. a better, better ecosystem. Yeah. When I think about my favorite vacation, I, I guess it's... Say, what was your vacation? <laughs> I guess it's two different categories because I've been to some places where I'm like, oh, that was such an amazing place. But I'm like, but the company sucked. Or like, you know, looking back on it, you're like, oh, I don't know, that wasn't that great. Versus just having a really fun time somewhere. See, and I think my favorite things that happen on vacations are in no way, like, usually, A, even really good things, and B, are vacation-y things. Yeah. Like, let's let's finish your favorite vacation <laughs> first. Um, well, one of the coolest places I've ever been is South Korea. Just all around. I enjoy cities. Um, I, I enjoy nature a lot, too, but I'd say I'm more naturally a city person. So South Korea just is one of the most... Uh, Seoul, in particular, is one of the most amazing cities I've ever been to. Most of South Korea is Seoul. There's not much more. There's some like rural areas, but uh, the majority of it's just a huge metropolis. They have the best, best and most efficient subway system I've ever been on. People are super polite on it. It's, it's almost like just being in a car of your own. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. A bunch of people who are like, hey, man, we all got to use this. Yeah. Everyone's very polite. Everyone speaks English there, too, so it's really easy if you're an American. Are you selling trips? (laughs) Did this become... What the fuck are they called? Travel something. Travel guides? No, but there's like travel agency. There you go. Oh, yeah. You remember how big travel agencies used to be? Yeah, yeah, and they're still around, but yeah, they're insanely still a- rare. Well, no, they're all just online services right, now. That like, too, they yeah. all picked up on it. Because I think that was like one of the things my grandma tried to get into. Yeah. Either that or I was just watching Fargo while I was hanging out with my grandma. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> when I went to Korea, I think we actually stopped at a travel agency beforehand. I feel like beforehand. that's the only time that you go to a travel agency is when you're doing out of country. Yeah. And that was, I think that was like 2012 or 2013 I went. And I remember that it was kind of weird then. Like they were already starting to disappear. They were already like, can you just download our fucking app, you caveman? <laughs> yeah. But I'd say as far as destinations, uh, enjoying the place, Korea was a top vacation in Thailand. That's- Thailand's great too, everyone. Yeah, I've, I've never heard anyone dislike Thailand. I've heard people tell stories that sounded awful that then yeah. end with, Thailand's awesome. And I'm like, <laughs> that was a two-star fucking story for a five-star <laughs> review there, buddy. I think part of it probably is just because it's so cheap. You could be like, yeah, it's crazy. That's we got wasted and drove fucking... ATVs and everyone crashed and died, but it cost like yeah, $30. Dude, my friend went to fucking <laughs> Vietnam and came back and he was like, dude, you should move to Vietnam and teach English. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is like a completely un... Like we had talked about going to Vietnam on vacation together and that was it. There was no like da-da-da. He like went on his vacation and came back and just full on was like, yeah, you can be an English teacher. And I was like, I can't even really write in English. <laughs> the only way I can speak English is like purely out of spite towards people. Uh, 
why do you think that? He was like, because a pack of cigarettes is like a dollar and a 12 pack is like a dollar fifty. And I was like, those are appealing reasons. All right. You've changed my mind. (laughs) Well, I don't do either of those things now. That at one point in time was enough to make me move to another country that I don't speak the language of. Do you have trouble sleeping? Are nightmares keeping you awake? Upgrade your sleeping subscription with Unicorp's Nightmare Reduction Kit. 10% less nightmares nightly, only from Unicorp. Unicorp, the only choice for your future. Let's talk about our favorite activities. I was going to say, what's your favorite thing that's happened on vacation? I think my favorite thing to do or favorite thing that has happened might be to go to a theme park or a water park. Just some kind of amusement park. I fucking hate going to that. That's a fucking (laughs) my family ruins every time. Really? Because that's a you're the boy thing. So I don't get a choice. You just have to go? Once I'm there, I don't get a choice. Like oh, what, okay. what? What would you like to go on? You're going on whatever everyone else wants. <laughs> yeah. You tend like what ends up happening is they're like, all right, we'll do what all the girls want to do first, and then we'll do what you want. Right. But there's only this many hours in a day, and there's four fucking children, and it's expensive as fuck. So you get two hours into that shit, and whatever I wanted to do, no. just it's a small world over and over i got stuck on the it's a small world ride i fucking hated disneyland that was a so i got taken to disneyland as a birthday present against my will (laughs) as a kid yeah okay so just making sure so me and my dad have birthdays that are close to each other so my grandma was like we're taking you to disneyland for your birthdays and both me and my dad are not stupid like that's my grandma just wanted to go to Disneyland. And like so it's like when Homer bought Marge a bowling ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which no, that's like a common theme in my family that me and all of my sisters didn't really realize that we were trained to do until we were in like our twenties. Like you buy your dad Legos for his birthday so you can play Legos. But uh we got lucky that that was when Universal Studios was doing the Universal Studios Disneyland join up. Oh, I didn't know that happened. So it was. They should just. I mean, Disney owns anything, everything, anyways, right? I don't know if they actually own Universal Studios, but they do have a partnership. Oh, okay. I didn't know Um, that because they're like different parks, right? Yeah. So the California Adventure side esque is like a Universal Studios thing. But yeah, we got real lucky to where we were uh, just. It was like a half and half ticket. So it was like half a day at uh, Universal Studios, half a day at Disneyland. So I got to go to Universal Studios too. Well, so we went to we went to Disneyland, and that was one hundred percent because I don't like roller coasters. Like the whole premise of bringing me to a fucking theme park for my birthday is a fallacy. Like anyone fucking deciding that, like literally, lines are the only thing I like in most standing in lines that's i don't want to go on the fucking rides they're all terrifying death machines wait but you like the line i love lines i love standing in lines that's just fucking great that's just fucking <laughs> so people theme watching. park would yeah. be great you no, because you, you gotta go get on a off. fucking ride but you could just get up there and be no, like you no can't, never mind because i'm a child 
Oh, okay. So I'm not yeah, allowed yeah. to do anything. This is all when I'm a kid. <laughs> gotcha. But like, so I went to Disneyland. I didn't want to do anything at Disneyland because I didn't want to go to Disneyland. So I just like basically spent $300 of somebody's money that they are then going to tell me I fucking owe them for basically in emotional uh, fucking currencies. Yeah. And then we got to go to <laughs> Universal Studios, which was pretty cool other than that i was not allowed to go on half the rides because my grandma is claustrophobic what era was this in this like was, there was terminator so ride and like this would have been what is even at universal now it's like harry potter and stuff right know yeah i don't know what's there now but so at this point in time it was before they started doing like this whole section they just had rides so oh, like okay. we went on the back just draft. generic roller coaster there, it wouldn't be like this whole section is Star Wars. Right, you know, it's like right. there's the but Jaws ride. ride. Yeah, there is. Yeah, so like I went on the Jaws ride, and most of it was like informational shit. <laughs> so like one of the best fucking things was they had a uh, uh, weather simulator. That's cool. Where it was, you went. It was a parking garage that was meant to uh, go, or it was a natural disaster simulator. Okay. So you're in a parking garage and they like flood it, set it on fire, make it go through an earthquake. And it's like a full on uh, animatronic room. Like yeah. the plane that you're on is in a completely different place when you get off. And like you don't realize that you're on a ride until you're done because you're like in a fucking room. It's really, really fucking cool. So the backdraft ride would be the only way that anyone who is going to Universal Studios would like know the era that this was. So yeah. this was when backdraft the movie about <laughs> firemen right popular. i remember that yeah so that had a ride to it and that's your also you're you're in a warehouse but there's like a normal house like way far away from you yeah. and they stage a backdraft in it and, and they like just a, blast fire well, it's a face. huge pyrotechnics thing and they show you how to like whip up air and stuff and there's like an instructional thing and then there's the actual ride part where it looks like it gets out of control and then the house explodes and then the railing you're standing on just fucking tilts a little bit. You, everyone feels like they're going to fall off. And that was fun. But that was about the end of the rides I could go on because every other ride had a closed top and my grandma wouldn't go in them because she's claustrophobic. Yeah. So it was kind of like, all right, we got to do this like couple things that I wanted to do that I honestly would have been okay with them just not. Like if everybody else went and did this, and left me at home with, yeah. like, some cartoons and cereal, I would have been much happier for my birthday. So that's a vacation? What about the stay-at-home vacation? Would you prefer that? I mean, I would. I don't get to do that. That's not a thing. <laughs> like, honestly, my favorite thing that's ever happened, and probably my favorite vacation, was we went to my grandpa's, I think, 60th in, I want to call it Crystal Bay? lake maybe it's called crystal lake okay. that uh is like you can see all the way to the bottom it's like one of the clearest lakes in the country oh wow but we went to do that and that was the i think i was like 14 i was still all, cool. still all punk rocky as fuck and yeah. I, was, I was already like a seasoned alcoholic at that point in time so my dad mentioned going on a family reunion type deal, and I hadn't seen any of my family in forever. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to go there as an adult because I was 14. And uh, I brought a bottle of bullet bourbon, like a fifth. And I thought that was newer. That was still around. Or it but, was uh, around at that point. It's like 1846 or something. Oh, it's one of those. Okay, All, all of those high-end things are over 100 years old. So I had that. 
because I was trying to get Bushmills. And I couldn't get Bushmills because that was back when I had like a fucking fake ID. So there was always like a fear of me trying to get booze <laughs> from different people. Yeah, so I had to have been 15 because I had a fake ID to buy that. <laughs> but um, on this episode, Keelan incriminates himself. <laughs> Statute of limitations, motherfucker. That is, I think, four years on fucking doing fraud for childish shit. Also, how do you prosecute a minor as an adult for something they did as a minor this far past what happens <laughs> yeah yeah so i went there the whole fucking vacation because this was a vacation where my dad not planning worked in our favor okay so like we were gonna camp at one spot then we got there and they were like everything's fucking full so we ended up having to camp in a spot that had cabins and the only place that we were allowed to camp was in a cabin and the only cabin that was open was the fancy fancy cabin <laughs> and the guy felt bad for us so he just charged us normal price for it nice so we got like this badass fucking wood cabin like on the lake with like a brook going through the back of it later we were all like doing the family thing and we were doing a hike down to crystal lake or whatever it is so we parked on a freeway, which is probably a 150-foot drop down to the lake. And then, so you, like, walk down, because there's not real good parking. You, yeah. like, you walk down. I just down. imagine, like, a sheer it cliff. Is, the way. It is a fucking sheer nice. cliff. But, so you, but you, like, walk, and it meanders down and uh, fucking switchbacks all the way down. Like, you get to a little parking lot that has way too many cars in it, and then it switchbacks all the way down. And there's some fucking, I want to say it's an Austrian log cabin. Okay. Yeah, there's some weird, uh, completely not supposed to be their cabin next to the lake, which is like... Just looks like a castle or what? No, it looks, <laughs> it looks like a really, really, really cool cabin. Um, nice. But like, we, you go on like a little walking tour of that, and then you can like kind of play in the lake, but they're like, please don't fuck up our lake. Um, but then there's like different hiking trails that go off and follow the lake that there's the fucking freeway that go along the base of it. Right. So I... While everybody else was looking at other shit, still had some pot. <laughs> so I ran off and hid in a bush and was fucking smoking <laughs> pot. And I just hear my fucking dad walking up. And I was like, fuck, it smells like pot. And I'm like not on the trail. This is immediately going to be assumed it was me. So I fucking like blew all everything out and like walked and ran around to the other side and came up behind my dad. And was like, oh, hey, what's going on? And he was like, oh, what are you doing up here? And I was like, oh, I was just trying to figure out these trails. They're real fucking confusing. And I hadn't gone like more than five feet past <laughs> where the fuck I found him. And he was like, oh, yeah, we're just trying to figure out like what's the best way to get back and see if there's like a shortcut to the car. And I was like, oh, well, there is a trail that goes that way. And thank fucking God it was actually confusing because <laughs> it was just like they had one of those old like signs that has three planks of wood on it that are all pointing to a different direction, but they were all on an even plane. So, like, they were supposed to be on a cylinder pointing actual physical directions. But really, it was... It just got blown Two around. were going east and one was going <laughs> west. Yeah. And they just had names on it, and it's like, okay, well, this way is, like, five trails, and this way is one trail. Probably still... Uh, we, were, we had gotten up, like, 50 feet. There was probably a 100-foot climb, and you can see our fucking vehicle. Yeah. So I was just like totally not expecting anyone to take me seriously. We can just climb this. <laughs> so like me <laughs> they all went for it. <laughs> just I had just gotten like freshly high. 
out of my mind like i wasn't smoking a lot on this vacation because i like had to keep up appearances so i was just like stoned out of my fucking mind and all of a sudden like my dad my uncle and the other middle child are climbing a mountain sheer wall and then i look down and other fucking people have joined in so it ended up being like seven of us are just climbing up the side of this mountain and the only thing at or the side of this cliff and the only thing at the top of this cliff is a freeway where everyone's cars are parked <laughs> so like we come up over the side and there are people that have just parked their cars and are getting out to do the switchback walk that are just seeing humans like, <laughs> just like what's going on from the sea. exactly they were like are you guys okay like they thought we all fucking fell off shit oh god damn it <laughs> but so we got to the fucking top of that but yeah, so that that's my favorite thing that's happened is that because a bunch of people didn't think that maybe I smell like pot and shouldn't be listened to uh, happen, they they all just climbed a fucking cliff for Dude. me. I got like seven people to endanger their lives and confuse a bunch of people on a freeway in Nevada. The unintentional tour guide. It might have been Colorado. I really need <laughs> to... This, I was a kid. I don't remember any of this shit. That was also when I got a peanut thrown at me by a bird. Oh man, there was speaking of Disneyland. I know it was a couple minutes ago, but there was a bird. There was a day that I was at Disneyland. It was actually Disney World, not Disneyland. No, those are very important distinguishing. <laughs> like that's across the country. Yeah, but the entire day I was with my family at Disney World. My mom kept getting shot on by birds, ah. and like just her. Like we'd be standing in groups of our family, I have and a she would just keep that. getting shot on. <laughs> so I have a theory about that, but I'm gonna have to explain some shit that I'm not proud of. <laughs> Are you gonna go into bird eugenics again? Sort of. Um, <laughs> so at one point in time, I lived in a place where there were many ravens and crows. Hold on, let me spray my Hugo Boss oh, on me oh real God. quick. <laughs> Just this fascist spray I got going. Um, no, but at one point in time, I lived where there were like lots of crows and ravens, and I was like, I kind of want to learn how to train crows and ravens. Yeah, they like they bring back treasure, don't they? Yes, you can, and I there. Yeah, you can apparently teach them to rob people. I didn't know that at the time. I know that now, and that might come into play later in life when I <laughs> dude because if you get three of them to bring back $25 and out like you can fucking beat what I'm gonna make at a shit job with a flock of goddamn crows I'm gonna go with the goddamn crows but so uh one of the ways I was trying to figure out this out is most birds see uh, infrared so and I think because I've heard about people getting shot on by birds a lot and people getting like targeted by birds and I literally think they're just wearing a color that we can't see that's like an unusual color and I thought you were about to call my mom hot. What? <laughs> but only in infrared? There's like some crazy infrared glasses you can put on that your mom's just a fucking smoke show. Yeah, only Does your in mom a certain... listen to this? Is, am I going to have uh, one of those phone calls from fucking high school where someone's parents mad at me? <laughs> no, she can't figure it out. I've tried to show her. No, um, but even good. if she did listen, yeah, it's all jokes. <laughs> that's exactly how you end jokes. <laughs> Fucking what? weird conversation about your mom's like I don't think you respect me very much, Mr. Winters. <laughs> so you think it's infrared discrimination of some sort? Well, I or think, perhaps love. I don't know. What I think it's of? more or less novelty. <laughs> I think sometimes people wear colors that birds can see that aren't that aren't natural colors and birds in general attack shit that they're not used to. With their shit? 
uh, with everything. I got a fucking peanut thrown at me, and then I had to like spend six months figuring out why that happened and why that was not normal or why that was completely normal. I thought that was going to be uh, I'm the only one who's ever been attacked by a peanut, but specifically peanuts, some birds throw at people. Huh? Birds are fucked up. They they have lots of intelligence, but no one forced them to get jobs. So they're all just fucking weird neurotic things that whatever there's some weird australian bird that just collects blue stuff like that's a real oh, yeah that's a real bird is that the magpie no magpies are different and there's magpies in wyoming um they're fucking annoying as hell <laughs> they're not so magpies are like mocking birds on crack yeah i know they're real aggressive at times i saw a magpie eat a swallow <laughs> that's crazy and it was vicious like I, I bet. like you yeah. know when you see something in nature and you're like that's just what nature does and then there's times you see it, like nature stuff and you're like oh my god oh oh my god <laughs> it was one of those because it was sitting on the ground and the swallow like landed on this little ledge above it and it just like grabbed its leg from below swung it over its head and slammed it on the ground and just aggressively pecked it until it was on like just dead in like four seconds and then just started fucking eating it because nature is brutal as fuck if i could go on vacation anywhere i think i would want to go to new zealand it just seems real exotic there was some kind of like weird new zealand madness in the 90s for me maybe that was just my family i feel like everyone wanted to go to new zealand well i feel like the new zealand thing was the lord of the rings like i thought that coincided with that so i guess maybe early 2000s that's why i was like yeah, because I know when the rest of the country was like New Zealand exists, because that's what happened. Like most of us didn't know New Zealand existed unless we were specifically having a conversation about Australia, and then all of a sudden New Zealand was like a country, and we're like they filmed a movie there, and then you find out that they filmed like hundreds of movies that we've seen. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, just really for the the environment. I think they just have a really cool climate was- ecosystem. Yeah, New Zealand. I would also, I don't think you can actually go, but I would love to go to Antarctica. You can go to Antarctica. I thought it was only like scientists that so, they really yes, allowed. It is only scientists, but one of the things that you can go, it's the same as going to uh, Alaska for like fish camp stuff. You basically okay. go and do an internship. So there's... Yeah, it's like a guided type of thing. Well, no, you, you go and basically be their fucking janitor. Yeah. You go out there and... Because it's all scientific work, but what, they need porters and stuff. They need untrained labor. You don't want to hire an MIT guy to take out the trash because you're going to have to pay him <laughs> a shit ton of money to do it. But yeah, because I've looked at going to Antarctica and that's pretty much the only way to do that. Or you can go with like actual uh, surveys. Yeah. Which is... They're going to require you have survival training for that, but there are like low end, basically internships for shit like that. Yeah. I know they have stuff like that in Alaska too. My sister lived in Alaska for a little bit. Alaska is a lot more accessible. Yeah. Like I've almost gone to Alaska like six or seven times and every time I haven't gone, I've just been like, I did nothing when I stayed here except for work, which is what I would have done in Alaska. So I guess we should finish this on our actual thoughts of vacations. Um, well, I mean, I love them. Yeah, vacations, they really allow me to 
relax. I feel like get a, a new perspective, change my perspective. So for that, I'm greatly appreciative. There are some downfalls to the vacation, you know, especially if you try to bring people in. The more people you bring in, the worse it's going to get. But I'm very pro-vacation, I would say. Hmm. I'm beginning to think I've never <laughs> been on a vacation. <laughs> Um, as a child, I was definitely forced many places. Like some of them were cool. Like, I don't know why I like, I've been to the Alamo. I don't know why. Yeah. I went on a lot of, uh, historical education vacations yeah, for I sure. That's or, like a way that was that our, a big part of it. I think that's a way our parents tried to justify that shit. But for the most part, I think that I hate them and we should all just work out better life work balances. <laughs> uh, like so that you don't have to have a vacation to not go crazy. Yeah, I mean, that is a great point. But I totally agree with that. Sometimes I also think, like, the whole, like, you wouldn't know the light without the darkness thing, you know? I bet you I would. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. It's that's, like. That's one of those said the employer to the employee. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I do. I definitely feel the difference. And that contrast between the two, but it's probably just because I was forced to live that way. Yeah, like I've never gotten done with a vacation and felt better. It's never yeah. been a thing. <laughs> anyway. We gotta go on a, a little UPP vacation, it sounds like. Oh shit, this is the other thing. We gotta start fucking saying stuff about, like, you got a Twitter and Oh yeah. Uh, check out the Twitter. We have the official unacknowledged podcast product twitter just search it under that name you'll find it um or if you're following either one of us on instagram i am at vr fratatas uh link in the bio there and follow us on spotify like us on spotify you got you got some promos keelan no because i'm going to be changing <laughs> all of my stuff okay so well, be on the lookout for the new the new new we'll shout it out next episode or something yeah because the internet's a scary place, kids. Yeah. That'd oh, be cool and if also, that's our new sign off is we just scare the fuck out of people. Yeah. <laughs> also, follow us on Twitch. Oh, yeah. UPP There's... underscore playa. P L A Y A. Yeah. P L A Y A. Well, do, do you want to <laughs> uh, spoof your uh, Andy Pants? Oh, yeah. And follow Andy Pants. Uh, that's another project that I've got going on. It's just A-N-D-E-E -E underscore pants. We we stream every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's you and your wife. That's right. When you said we, that sounds like we're <laughs> doing it. Yeah. it's uh, I'm on that one. And my wife. As you just heard. Correct. <laughs> All right. And um, that's it. Bye. It's just clips where we're like, all right, we we honestly don't know where this lies. Um, you pay us five dollars and you can tell us whether or not this is morally acceptable. <laughs>